0: Welcome to the Messy Life Mighty Love podcast. I am Abby, your host, storyteller, fellow Messy Life journeyer, and friend. I come to you right now in the midst of the selling process of this home I have made in this world for me and those I love, and amidst the great hopes that I have for our next home, and ultimately are forever home with God. This in-between and much activity has kept me from sharing podcasts with you. It's all been so full and overflowing of yes, that's it, the mess of it all. You are listening to episode 46, The Messy Art of Listening, part two. While I am learning much in these chaotic days of transition and am eager to share that with you, I want to finish this two-part series on listening as it is truly so valuable to address our messy listening and really be there for others, no matter what is happening in our own lives. I am continuing with the list from the site skillsyouneed.com that I will link in the show notes. Here are numbers 6 to 10. Number 6 says, be patient. I like how the site words this one. A pause, even a long pause, does not necessarily mean that the speaker has finished. Be patient and let the speaker continue in their own time. Sometimes it takes time to formulate what to say and how to say it. Never interrupt or finish a sentence for someone. Ouch! How often have I interrupted sentences and finished them? It is truly so important to be a conduit for the words of others, to see the Holy Spirit create a living community, building trust as we patiently wait for others to bring their whole selves to the moments between us. In being patient, we mark ourselves as ready listeners who also hope to be safe listeners and therefore true friends. Number seven, avoid personal prejudice. I take this one deeper than the website does. How much of what we say in response or our own funneling of the words of others is tainted by personal prejudice. There is no surer way to clam another up than to reflect some type of bias about what they are saying. This makes us unsafe and unable to truly be the listener another needs. There is a time, sometimes after a long time of listening, to share wisdom. Others are often seeking this, but only after listening has been long and full, and we have built a trust that we are for them, caring deeply about this part of their lives. Number eight, listen to the tone. At first, it might, this might not seem as important, but it really is true how much of communication is nonverbal. If we are thoughtful, not just to what is being said, but how it is being said, we will gain insight, which will help us ask the kind of questions to draw the other out with gentleness and compassion. We also can be moved to that compassion and enter the conversation at a greater depth when we listen to what's underneath. Number nine, listen for ideas, not just words. The site says you need to get get the whole picture, not just isolated bits and pieces. Maybe one of the most difficult aspects of listening is the ability to link together pieces of information to reveal the ideas of others. With proper concentration, letting go of distractions, and focus, this becomes easier. This ties to number eight. I would not say... I would say not only to listen for ideas, but also emotions, depending on the kind of conversation it is. Ideas would be important if another is entrusting you with dreams and thoughts about their life. Emotions would be important to listen to if someone is sharing a deep concern or problem. If the person is okay with it, you could ask if you could take notes to better understand and follow them. Sometimes this is not possible, but other times it will be. And number 10, wait and watch for that nonverbal communication. I've incorporated this into the previous two listening points. It is truly an art to be able to hear words and whole body communication from another. Thankfully, if we truly desire to listen well, we will find many opportunities to do so. This is a world full of hurting, broken people, who so deeply need those who will sit and simply listen to them, receiving them as our Savior received each one when he lived, listened, and therefore walked among us. Maybe we bear his light, that light which shines in the darkness of our messy listening, shining his power and beauty, the light which cannot ever, ever, ever be overcome. Thank you for journeying with me in the second part of the Messy Art of Listening series. I trust this episode has blessed, encouraged, and challenged you as you seek to be like Jesus in your listening. For more from me, my journey with mental illness, my current series of vulnerability, and many other things about which I have written over the years, visit my website, abigailalleman.com. That's Abigail, A-B-I-G-A-I-L, Alleman, A-L-L-E-M-A-N, dot com. There are a couple of free resources there which you may find helpful in your journey. You can also find me on Instagram at abigail.alleman. I would like to leave you with two quotes from Paul E. Miller's book, Love Walked Among Us. They both lead us to the heart of Jesus and therefore to the art of good listening, both to God and others. The first quote reads like this. We instinctively know that the love, that love leads to commitment. So we look away when we see a beggar. We might have to pay if we look too closely and care too deeply. Loving means losing control of our schedule, our money and our time. When we love, we cease to be the master and become a servant. Jesus is not just offering good advice. He tells this parable to disrupt our safe world so that we can begin to see people and stop looking through the narrow lens of our group. Unless we do that, we won't be able to love. And the next quote. Jesus lowers himself in order to care, while the disciples elevate themselves in order to judge. The disciples see a blind man. Jesus sees a man who happens to be blind. The disciples see an item for debate. Jesus sees a person, a human being like himself. They see sin, the effect of man's work. Jesus sees need, the potential for God's work. The disciples see a completed tragedy and wonder who the villain was. Jesus sees a story half told with the best yet to come. Oh, may we be like Jesus and truly see the hearts of others and listen well. May we be lovers of God walking amongst this world, daring to live and be those who love like Jesus, listening to the broken, hurting hearts and offering the hope of God's presence. I would love to meet you right here next time.